Hi, Dan. Hi, Dan. We're two Dans. We are two Dans. Have you got a beer too? Yeah, man. It's afternoon. Ah, what's the time? Uh, 1.40. Ah, oh, it's well afternoon. Yeah, 1.40 is the beer. 4.20, it's fine. Not really. <laughs> um, well, what are you drinking there? St. Peter's Organic Best Bitter. Ah, oh, it's a mid-strength. Damn it. I just bought it because it was like a pound 50. Oh, nice and it looks one. like That's I'm drinking why. a gin. There's no alcohol Check in it. Check it. It does. Yeah. It looks like you're drinking good bottle of scotch there. Hmm, I'm in England. <laughs> I'm enjoying a BB. Oh, it is bitter. <laughs> Hello. Uh, so anyway, we're two Dan's and we do Dan. And this is our podcast all about Danny DeVito. Um, Correct. And I just watched the episode of It's Always Sunny where they do the, is it Wade Boggs? On the plane, and um, they Wade Boggs. Ah, uh, uh, is that the vomit one? Where nah, D vomits on the plane? Maybe I don't think she ends up. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they try drinking. to drink all the beers. Yeah, like the boonie thing. Okay, so they're trying to set the beer. The amount of the, the most amount of beers drank on a Dallas to something flight, a cross country flight. Correct? They're trying to beat Wade Boggs' record of like seventy beers, which can't yeah, be possible. Yeah, yeah, Because isn't that like a six-hour flight? Something like that. Doesn't D do it? Well, yeah, in the script, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, not for real. Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon she's actually chugging? Who knows? Maybe. Do you maybe they do. Chugging. Mm. Or like they could. I reckon they. I reckon they are drinking. I don't know. I want to find that out. Put that down and find out. What one of five have to be method enough to do it? <laughs> Who do you reckon it is? Who do you reckon's method? I reckon it's at, at least DeVito. Who's method man? We know he's method. We know he's the rapper in the room. Yeah. Yeah, fair dudes. Fair cool. All right. Well, anyway, enough on that note, where this is our podcast about the, uh, the life and the career of Danny DeVito. Um, he's the best, so some people need to talk about it. Who better than two Dan's? Yeah, and God, I love telling people yeah. about it as well. They're, they're so weirded out by it. And the first question to me is always, why Danny DeVito? <laughs> <laughs> like, why not Danny DeVito? That is the real question. <laughs> I reckon the real question is, who's your podcast about, mate? Yeah, that's right. Or I do like the one, what's a podcast? I do love that. Well, you know, your grandmother is going to ask you that. Mm. Nana Niles... <laughs> right. Anyway, we don't anyway. Rest. Um, So this week we are doing the movie Other People's Money. OPM. Mm. Made in 91, based on a play, Other People's Money, The Tale of Capitalism and Creative Destruction. Yes, it is. Out of the gates with the trivia. Good job. Um, are, you, are you ready for some... Good, hard, thick plot. Yeah, I'm going to need you to thicken the plot for me because I... I've pretty much written the script of the movie here. Oh, so good, I good. hope you're excited. Yeah, I am because it's been a long time since I saw this. <laughs> and um, my memory being what it is, I, I remember DeVito was in it. Um, my notes are from nearly a month ago, so... Yeah, good. Well, we're nothing if not efficient at podcasting. <laughs> That's right. Alright, hit me, um, with, hit me so with that plot stick, bro 
Danny DeVito plays Lawrence Garfield, a.k.a. Larry the, Li- the Liquidator. Mm. Um, um, is he any relation to Garfield? Uh, I thought Garfield was based on Lawrence Garfield, the big fat capitalist cat. Oh, yeah, I forgot his capitalist ways. Mm. Lasagna is just code for money. <laughs> He's a corporate bastard. Yeah, he's a corporate fat cat. <laughs> um, so the opening, there's opening dialogue where Dane DeVito's uh, addressing the camera, mm-hmm. and he's a stockbroker that likes to buy parts of companies and screws them over, mm-hmm. and makes a profit off off them. Mm-hmm. And the company he has his eye on are a mum and pop mom and pop company called New England Wire and Cable. in Australian accent, isn't it? <laughs> uh, New England Wire and Cable and their stocks are up 1.5%, whatever that means, and they're over their owner, Mr. Jorgensen, is played by Gregory Peck. Mm, G. Peck. Yeah. Uh, Garfield wants to meet with the company as they're killing it on the stock market and... I want to talk to you about Dave DeVito's Walk, Run, Shuffle. Do you remember that part of the movie? Uh, no. Hit me. Ah, uh, well, he, he was, to like, trying to quickly make it uh, down the hallway. He was chasing after someone. And you know that awkward pace where you aren't walking, but you aren't running? You're kind of, like... Oh, like the one, just fumbling over yourself? The one where, like, it's kind of like one leg runs, but then the other one takes an yeah. extra step. <laughs> exactly. And there's a bit of, like, a jump in there as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, really using one knee, but not the other. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, DeVito's one is exceptionally great. You need to go uh, and rewatch well, I think just the thing that. is, is that his legs are so muscular that sometimes he can't control them. Ah, uh, yeah, we do forget about his um, sheer muscles. Yeah, it's like every day he wakes up, he's like, like someone with bionic legs. And they're just... Like, you know, whenever someone gets a bionic something in a show, they, like, accidentally rip shit apart and, like, yeah, destroy and the they bathroom. Always kick, yeah, they always kick a hole in the wall. Yeah, yeah. Well, always. I saw one the other day where someone destroyed a bathroom by accident, and Wolverine did that as well. Spider-Man. Spider-Man ruined the bathroom. In the, I watched the new one, with the newish one. Um, oh, yeah. With Andrew Garfield, the one with like, the dude with the hair. Um, you- and I got through, like, maybe... I think it's like a two-hour movie. I got through about an hour 40 minutes. Wait a minute. I've seen this before. <laughs> Every other smashed-up bathroom scene. Oh, no, he, no, no, any- he smashes the bathroom way earlier. Ah, right. Is he in any relation to um, Lawrence Garfield? Um, well, his dad's... A.K.A. Larry the Liquidator? His dad's dead. Um, I'm going to say yes, but he's not really dead. He just got liquidated. Okay. Is he in any way related to Garfield then? Um, I guess, yeah, didn't we? Yeah, Garfield is. I oh, know, he's based on him. So maybe in Garfield world, Garfield has... Um, a son that he's liquidated that <laughs> becomes bought and sold his parts of his son off. He's got a fat <laughs> he's got a fat cat Spider-Man son. <laughs> um, 
Um, so I reckon no, this is a movie waiting to happen, by the yeah, way. I think so. I think so. Yeah, it's obvious. Anyway, um, Danny's recovering after walking up a whole bunch of stairs, and he takes a really, really, really long time to catch his breath. <laughs> Like, he act, they actually made him run, like, 15 flights of stairs. And he just can't get it together. Like, he's either doing it really well or he's just absolutely puffed out. It's great. Do you reckon that's a, um, that's a conscious decision made by our man? Oh, of Method. course. Meth- Method again. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Davida. Yeah. <laughs> and they wouldn't have just done it all in one take as well. Like each time they had to cut, he had to run the 15 flights of stairs and then do it again. Yeah. It was a tough day at the office. Well, it rarely is for him because he's such a pro, such a natural. <laughs> um, also to note that Danny smokes inside. Is that, is that unusual? Um, it is these days. Well, yeah, it was in the nineties. That's and like he kind of did it. It's like saying it's weird that someone listened to rave music in this movie. Like it was the nineties. <laughs> all yeah. right, fair enough. <laughs> I did all kinds of crazy crap in the nineties. Yeah, everyone's got a new order tape. It's real weird. <laughs> uh, and one more note about Danny DeVito: his handwriting that he does on the blackboard. Flamboyant. Oh, I think Beautiful I remember handwriting that. Yeah. Yeah. He had uh, great L's and M's. Did he? Can have yeah. to go back. Very nice. Yeah. I, I yeah, don't just like watch you the can't. first 15 minutes again. Oh, I can't because I bloody rented it and said, oh, maybe I did buy it. I can't remember. I know. I bloody rented it three times. It cost me $16. You got to buy that stuff, son. I should have just bought it for $10. Should have. You would save some money. <sighs> anyway. Uh, Danny wants to do a corporate takeover of this company that he holds now holds stock in, mm-hmm. and he buys up 12% of their stocks. And then the love interest enters the film, Kate Sullivan. Mm-hmm. Oh, I do have a thing, a really interesting thing about I think we'll bring her, bring my interesting thing back in a bit later, but just be... Is it anything got to do with that she is the mum in Kindergarten Cop? Nah, I think I was leaving that ah. one out for you. Ah, <laughs> smashed it then. Yeah. You, you really set that up and I took the bait. Yeah, you did, you sucker. Real sucker. Speaking of... Oh, no, that's coming up later. Bill. Later in... <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to drop a spoiler. You keep telling the plot and let me come back All in right. later because I really want to talk about okay. her and things that happened with her. All right. Anyway, she's a lawyer and... She offers advice for the company mm-hmm. to avoid Garfield buying up all of their stocks and turns out that she is the daughter of mm-hmm. the owner. Uh, Danny DeVito is also obsessed with donuts. Isn't he? Not he even good like, ones. Like, just Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, yeah. Putrid, like, just uh, see, we say, messy ones. They look so one? good. A Dunkin' Donut? Yeah. Nah, I no. think I assume it's the same as a Krispy Kreme. Yeah, okay, I, that's what I assume, and people oh, seem right. to love them. But like, yeah, we're just I, hating I, on I these things. Krispy I think I've had one, maybe two Krispy Kreme donuts in my life. Yeah, because it takes you like fifteen years to get over eating one. So it's made entirely out of gum, like I said. Like I <laughs> yeah, it is. It's still sitting in your stomach. Jeez, no wonder I haven't been hungry. <laughs> 
Um, so Dave's obsessed with donuts. Um, I'd like to ask though. She turns yeah. up in a helicopter, like first scene, gets out like she's a big shot. Oh yeah, big, yeah, from a big city law firm. Uh, yeah, she's flown in from the city because yeah, yeah, she's too much. Sorry, they're 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 wasting money in time of her traveling there. Like they might as well just chuck her in a helicopter. I mean, I feel like I'm ruining the end of the movie. But why wasn't she a better lawyer then? She's helicopter lawyer. She got to be a better lawyer. Yeah, you're right. And yeah, yeah, you don't want to spoil the end of the film. Yeah, no, no, you better get to that. But if you listen for another maybe ten to fifteen minutes, you'll find out the end of the film anyway. So. <laughs> but I feel like I'm I'm cutting your grass, stepping on your toes. No, nah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I'm also trying to read read and sort through a month old notes here. Yeah, right. Um, there is a line where he says, "We haven't talked about what I want to talk about. You and me sweating between satin sheets." <laughs> she tells she, she tells him to hold on to his old mate and makes him tell. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just reading through. Yeah, yeah, no, I can tell she, you. She, she tells him to hold on to his old mate and tells him to behave in front of a lady. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep, that happens in the movie. <laughs> Why did I write that? Because <laughs> um, it anyway. did happen. She. Yeah, it did. It did happen. Yeah. Yeah. I think he. Because he was. He, I think she he was. Um, yeah, no, he was trying to talk dirty and eat donuts or something, and she wasn't into it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. She he wanted the whole. He wanted the George George Costanza, like the girl eating donuts at the same time. Ah, uh, I think he wanted her to mash it. Absolute pleasure, you know. <laughs> he wanted a what? I mash it like Gail was saying. Uh. <laughs> Can you just step on it for me without your shoes oh, on? Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> that got crazy. That did got crazy. Uh, anyway, get back into this plot. I want to move past this plot real quick. Well, yeah, not, sorry. Not even okay. A third of the way through the movie. All right, all right. I'll speed it up. Yeah, if you could. Dan- <laughs> um, Danny sets up a company called OPM, yep. Other People's Money, yep. to buy all up all the stock. All of yeah, the drug. Yeah, that's right. Um, to buy up all of the, the rest of the company's stock. And to avoid a trade agreement, uh, Danny gets hit with a restraining order. Kate meets with Danny at his place to seduce him and ask him to drop it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Danny feeds her mushroom dip. Do you want to know something really amazing about this scene? Do you have more about this scene? I do. I, it's You go first. All right. In the background, in this yeah. scene, are yeah. we on the same page here? I think so. There's painting. He stokes a fire like a freaking hurricane. Oh, no, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. No? All right. Okay, so he picks up the fire stoker and he just, like, gets it in there like he's wrestling a rattlesnake. (laughs) Just, like, really gets it in there and then all the embers are going everywhere like he's never stoked a fire before. Or maybe there was... Yeah, stick stick in there. Maybe there was a fire snake in there. I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> Maybe there was. Maybe. Sorry, what's yours? What what was the paintings? So in the background, there's all these paintings, and according according to the internet, unconfirmed, one of them is yeah. a is a Gauguin. <gasps> no way. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So I reckon if I went back and watched that scene again, there'd be hot dogs mm. somewhere. 
Ah, uh, I like it. Yeah. Hot dogs for Godan. Hot dogs for Godan. Anyone that <laughs> hasn't listened since episode like one or two, Hot Dogs for Godan <laughs> is one of DeVito's earliest movies, which we couldn't find a copy of or we found was a trailer. But it looks pretty good. And if you have a copy of it, I'd love to see it. I'll bring popcorn. Maybe a beer. <laughs> Maybe two beers, because, you know, there's two of us. I'm going to go sip for sip with anyone. Gross. Yeah, as long as you take your friends, you yeah. might as well share it. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Like, don't you wish there was someone to share that horrible beer with you that you're drinking right now? Oh, it's not horrible. It's just real bitter. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to stop putting it on the table, because it keeps... I'm pretty sure there's, like, 12 thuds in here, because it's... This microphone, like, it's a sensitive new age guy kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I, so you know when he's seducing her, he cracks out the violin again. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah. See, I want to know, and we've got to yeah. keep track of the times that violins come out and, like, when Proto-12 I, I, I think I've got it down to going south and taxi, where he gets it out. Nah, there's definitely another one in there. Is there another one? Yeah. Oh, uh, Cuckoo's Nest, is it? Yeah, he does it in the background there. And then I think yeah. there's, there's another one again. I'll check some notes. I'll come back to you. Right, Was it the violin? Violin. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think he plays it in The Pianist. Um. <laughs> anyway, the dad tries to pimp out his daughter to daddy and she meets him for a Japanese lunch. Mm-hmm. to be seduced by him and they make out. Mm-hmm. Uh, when New England wiring second-hand man meets Danny to offer him his stocks in the limo. I believe it's a right-hand yeah. man, but yeah. Yes. That's a left-hand man. Second. <laughs> oh, second, second-hand man. <laughs> um, it's okay. It was the so second in charge or 2IC didn't exist then. Yeah, that's true. Um, they're in a limo, also, again, eating Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. And um, while they're talking, DeVito smashes a bunch, bunch of donuts. Did and you then read that dun- he's not actually eating donuts? Oh, yeah, I think I did read that. Yeah, I read that they were like, he didn't want chunk food, so they got like vegan pastries or something made. And <laughs> 100% healthy donut-looking things. I don't believe yeah, that. They, that, looked, that would, they looked amazing. Yeah, but they're going to be like flour instead of um, icing sugar or something. It'll taste terrible. I don't think that's true. Yeah. Do you think maybe they had a Dunkin' Donuts type of deal? They had a hand in a bit of the money in the film or something? Because They did say it a lot, that, didn't they? Yeah, they did. And there's that limo scene where they're parked next to a... Dunkin' Donuts truck and he's like do you think I've hired the truck for endless supply uh yeah yeah and they never no one ever says nah they're gross eh yeah true everyone's the same they're, oh, they're always pretty donuts. good shots pretty good shots of the donut yeah I reckon they, they they're like Macca's Big Mac menu you know yeah qual- quality donut glamour nuts hmm Exactly. Um, anyway, so then Kate's mum tries to meet with DeVito to offer him a million dollars and plead with him to drop the company buying up. Mm-hmm. Um, DeVito proposes to Kate and says he wants to have babies with her. She says no with a tear in her eye and goes to the opera. 
uh, the second in charge or the second man. Going to stop you there again. I'm sorry to right keep hurrying you and then interrupting like yeah. this. Yeah, 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 yeah. But the opera. What happened to yeah. the opera as like a like a measure or a, like a in movies? Everyone goes to the opera when the heaps flash. I remember 80s and 90s movies. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, I'm off to the opera because. Yeah, yeah I've just got culture. a tuxedo laying around yeah. that I can pop on. Got a friggin' dinner suit and a cummerbund. Vests don't exist right now. I'm off to the opera. The ta- tailed jacket. Yeah. Well, no, I think yeah. that's just the conductor. But uh, like and that, I don't think I, I own a, a fancy enough pair of shoes to be able to go to the opera, let alone the rest you, of the You have some nice shoes. You don't say that. I've got some pretty flash shoes, but I don't have shiny shoes. Well, I don't have church Sunday shoes. All shoes could be shiny if you work on them in the right way. <laughs> I think you enough just got to spit, spit shine. Enough elbow thing. grease. Yeah, yeah, fair. Yeah, but yeah. So remember, I I can't even think of a movie now. I, I think it. I feel like it happens in Home Alone, but I don't think it does. But people always went to the opera, and it's like, yeah, we're high, we're high society people. We go to the opera, but. <laughs> You never hear um, people talking about how much they like opera unless they're a serial killer in these movies. Very true. And, and if I could name any movies that lay some credence to this this theory. Well, I know it's in Seinfeld, and they also see... I have a feeling they see an opera by that Puccini guy. Ah, oh, Puccini. Puccini, yeah. Mm. And that is he the one with the crazy clown? This is going to be... Deep in apologies next week. Uh, no, I want to know now. Pacini. Oh, is that what? Pacini. Uh, maybe that's the name of the clown, Poliarchi. Anyway, I've got my Seinfeld references mixed up. So, Pacini, <laughs> so Pacini clown. All right. Anyway, continue the plot. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look. Maybe into we've it. been watching too much Fraser and just assuming everyone goes to the opera. No, it definitely happened in a movie. Anyway, to continue with the plot, I'm going to... I'm Pag- sure it did. Pagalacci. Sure yeah, <laughs> Italian opera by someone. Anyway. All right. There you go. Yeah, you did it. Thanks. I'm nearly done. Yeah. Um, Danny, Danny holds a stockholders meeting uh, for the company to get the vote of the stockholders to buy the company. The CEO gives a meaningful speech and DeVito gives no shits. Danny rebuts and they all take a vote. He wins, but he feels bad. And then Kate calls him with a proposition to buy back the company while Danny still makes barrels of money. Mm-hmm. And then Danny books two tickets to the opera and they go together. Um, yeah, so that she calls him the proposition to make the, um, the steel mesh for airbags. And that's how they're revolutionising yes, up right. he gives the buggy whip speech to say that <laughs> you don't want to be the last guy making buggy whips when cars are... Well, what the hell is buggy whip? <laughs> like, whoosh, whoosh, mush, mush. But that's kind of like... Oh, yeah. okay, right. Like horse right, and buggy. Right. Now, he really got into that in the, in the speech, if I'm honest. Yeah he, yeah, he was all about the buggy whip. Yeah, no, he really got down with the brass tacks. Of maybe people in the 90s still remembered what a buggy whip was. But well, yeah, yeah. You couldn't crack that out these days. No, that's true. Maybe in New England. Um, <laughs> maybe. All right, well, anyway. Um, what a movie. What, yeah, what a movie. I liked it. I thought it was great. Yeah, watch it again. 
should see all the yeah. we talked about. What you you should, yeah, you should watch it again. <laughs> um, oh, hey, look. Um, I've got a bit of a note here. Mm. Dane DeVito refuses to eat junk food, so the donuts he eats in the films aren't fried, contain no sugar, and are fat-free. They were made to order by Manny's Bakery Cafe on Fairfax in Los Angeles. All right. So that would have been appropriate a couple of minutes ago when we were talking about that. Well, yeah, I think I read the same thing and just left out all those, those <laughs> Oh, right, all, those the, all the jargon. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, maybe, we, maybe we should go there one day. Well, yeah, we, all, we can say we will and intend to, but then we'll both forget in about three hours. <laughs> um, his limo number plate is LG1. Is it? Yeah. What um, if you had a limo? What would the license plate be? Um, I mean, I want to say T D D D. But then I kind of also want to go with W W D D D. Ah, that's great. Yeah. And if anyone saw it, that'd be yeah. What would Danny DeVito do? Yeah probably get a limo as per this <laughs> um would you ever be a limo guy like if you were Larry the liquidator rich yeah would, would I you, be a limo guy yeah would you be a limo guy um only if I could like give the the job of the driver mm-hmm. to like some poor school dropout and befriend him and then what what would be the outcome um, he would have a happy life as my limo driver while I tell him to run errands for me. So, like, that's it. That's, that's the combination. Yeah, he had no future. So I've picked him up off the street. Dusted and him I've put him... In a suit, yeah. Yeah, put him in a suit, given him a hat. I let him go and pick up my lunch. He's laughing. Does he further himself or is he, is he content? He has furthered himself. Well, yeah, but, like, in the same sense that he finished... <laughs> There's no moving up in my company. You're the driver, you're the driver for life. You have to know it back to front. Alright, so he doesn't become the transporter, he doesn't he doesn't become fast. I just want him to know all the shortcuts you can make in a limo. Mm -hmm. That's all I require of him. Does he does he meet the lady of his dreams? Like what's what's his name? Um Paulie. Paulie, okay, that's a good name. So, <laughs> Pretty good name for a limo driver. Does Paulie live with you or does Paulie have his own place? The kids call him Paul Paulie. Paul, oh, that's elitist <laughs> if anything. What are you paying him for starters? Um, I, I will feed him and I'll let him sleep in the limo. That's his, that's his board. All right. So, and he, so all he's doing really is just driving around, but he gets fed and housed. I mean, I... I guess that's, you know, in a word, slavery. <laughs> I'm a gracious owner of a company. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I've just bettered this kid's life. It's pretty much charity. Yeah, I'm, yeah, see, I'm not paying. I'm not going to pay to give charity to people. All right. Well, <laughs> you and Larry the Liquidator are going to get along well. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Tell Paulie hi for me. <laughs> I'm worried about your helicopter pilot, that's for certain. 
Yeah, I, sp- I suppose the limo would just be for cruising around the yeah. around the city. But if you if you want to get anywhere quick, helicopter's the way to go. Yeah. Uh, don't know why I've got this written here, mm. but um, Danny DeVito, Big Spoon yeah. or Little Spoon or both? Oh. What do you reckon? <laughs> I want I want first as Larry the Liquidator and then second as DeVito himself. Um, is this? Is De, are we assuming that DeVito is with Rhea Perlman or are we talking about DeVito with one of us? I mean, I'd like you to... We're coming up with a lot of scenarios, both. So we're going to need you to do that and it's Larry the Liquidator with Kate. So both. All right. Okay, all right. Um, I think Dane DeVito is the little spoon. Mm-hmm. With... In, in in with Rhea, Rhea Perlman in real life, because mm-hmm. um, I think it just fit, fits naturally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Because he, if it was the other way around, his face would he'd just have all back in his face. Well, not necessarily. Sense. Like the, the pillows are still at the same height, so he's still going to get. I thought that was going to be like a curly hair thing, like in Ghostbusters, because oh, Rhea Perlman's yeah, got quite got a the bit curly of, hair. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Otherwise, you'd have to give yourself a top knot. Maybe, maybe curly hair spooning invented the top knot. <laughs> Necessitated. I'm it. still, I'm still sticking with little spoon. But okay. I think Larry the Liquidator is all about the power, and even though it doesn't work because she's heaps taller than him. Is she? Um, she's always wearing heels. Yeah, it's hard to tell. Uh, I think they they use the camera well. Okay. I think it's a Tom Cruise kind of thing. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. Is Tom Cruise that, like, apparently has yeah. that contract contract thing where the lady has to be at the same height or smaller than him, so the angle yeah, and the stand-up like boxes that. and stuff? Yeah. Reverse it's Hobbit. Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Reverse hollered him. Yeah. Uh, Can I ask you another question? Yeah. When uh, Larry the Liquidator is romancing Kate, mm. he he takes her a box of, or maybe he gets her delivered a box of long stem roses in like, you know, the box. Yeah. Like, yeah. The, I'm trying the, to say the a long box, box, but I'm too close to the screen. Like a long box. The long box, you only know there's only one thing that ever goes in that well, box. Well, that's the thing. Do they exist? Because I've only ever seen them in movies most. Well, this movie and Terminator are the only movies that I can think of them ever being in. And in Terminator, it housed a shotgun. Yeah, I was about to say that. Um, yeah, you're right. But no, they do exist. I've, I've seen them. Oh, yeah. Have you ever... Yeah. Has Mrs. No, Isles ever I've, received one? No, I've never splurged on the long stem roses. I'm surprised at you. Are you? <laughs> Disappointed, if anything. Oh, really? Not yeah. saying I want them, but I'm saying you should consider it. It'd be pretty embarrassing to receive some roses like that at work in a big long box, and everyone knows what it's gonna be, and you just wouldn't want to open it up. Ooh. Or you? I do mean, you reckon that I could just deliver them myself, or do they have to be delivered by, by a courier when you're going twelve or more? See. They were carried by DeVito and Schwarzenegger in both instances. So my gut says deliver them yourself, but 
Centurion. It's a safe bet to copy what Danny DeVito does. Yeah, yeah. Well, what would Danny DeVito do? Yeah. <laughs> this is what he'd do. Yeah. Um, so, look, I'm going to go with hand deliver yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I don't know, with the Terminator thing, no one really wants a courier. Like, someone they don't know with a long box. That's, that's, that started some stuff. They didn't know who the Terminator was. Just turned up with a long box. You want someone you know, a la DeVito. Uh, did they have long stem roses in Desperado? I know they had the um, guitar case. The uh, guitar case gun. Yeah. No, it I seems like it, something would be in a movie like that. I think because of the, like, isn't there one in the lapel for tango purposes? Isn't there? Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tango, just in case a quick tango pops, yeah. um, pops out <laughs> out of nowhere. Well, if you're the mariachi, tango, tango's all around. <laughs> tango's especially if you're the you're the tango half of Tango and Cash. Mm. It's always time for tango. Tango and Cash. <laughs> um. All right. Hit me with an accent, bro. Yeah, I was going to say, um, I've actually got two for you today, so maybe I'll do one, you do one, then I'll do one. All right. Um, well, you, so you want to start? Do you need me yeah, to, I'll start. Yeah, do you need me to listen or? <laughs> if you want, you can continue talking. Yeah, okay. I'll just... Garfield, Garfield, scratch your balls. New England wiring and cable is the fairest of them all. Good. Good. <laughs> good. Good golly. And I didn't remember that line, so that was fun. <laughs> no, neither do I, actually. I wrote it down at the time. Uh, I'm gonna, just going to write something down for you. Hopefully it comes across well on Skype, but I'm going to need you to just read it out to me. And then I'll respond. I'm going to do a call and response. Oh, all right. Yeah, Cross-continental. Right. Love it. Are yeah, you ready? Yeah, I just got to check my line. Because, you know, I... The suspense is killing me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure. Like, imagine being at home. Well, is that good? Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're Dean Jones slash secondhand man. All right. Could we speak frankly? I always speak frankly. <laughs> Frank Reynolds. Great. Great. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> Precursor. Really good. Yeah, because, you know, then um, what happened like 20 years later? It was Frank Reynolds. Wait, it wasn't it? It was like 15. Yeah, well, he's been leading up to it for a long time. The early troll foot, the Frank gun, it all adds up. Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all just a, a slide into perfection. <laughs> Um, and oh yeah, yeah. you got third one. You you had yeah, I got I got third. Um, okay. It was just when they'd had the big emotional um, speech from the CEO, and then he gets up, and then <laughs> he goes, "You just heard a prayer from my dead fellow stockholder. That prayer is dead." <laughs> He got a bit ranchery at the end there, but I liked it. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did get a bit ranchy. Yeah. But um, if you're honest, do you yeah. think we'd be better at DeVito accents after <laughs> attempting it 22 times? 
You'd think we would be. Yeah. But we've I'm, only attempted at 22 times. Yeah, I haven't I haven't practiced at all in any of those times, so that's probably going to get no. in the way, eh? It hurts my throat. Yeah, well, we really do do that too much, eh? Um, other Dan's? Other Dan's. Um, I've just got Danny Lester, assistant special effects. Yeah. Have you, did you check out what he has worked on? Nah. Um, he was also in the special effects department on movies like Lightning Jack, uh, the show Baywatch. Oh, Mask. oh wow. Mask? The Mask. No, not The Mask, Mask, the Bette Midler one. Oh, yeah. Bette okay. Midler, who you might remember from Ruthless People. Yes. And yeah, Days of Thunder, you. that oh. movie with Tom Cruise. Oh, I didn't know she was in that. Who? Bette Midler. No, you're thinking of Nicole Kidman. <laughs> you mean uh, BMX Bandits? No, I know you're not talking about that. Nah. Just different <laughs> modes of transport. Um, other Dan, um, Any uh, others? Yeah. Yeah, well, these ones are Dan's on a technicality, but I was feeling generous. Uh, yeah. Alice Daniels. Oh, nice. That's pretty good. That's not a technicality. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she was uh, wardrobe. She worked in wardrobe. Uh, she also worked on Brewster's Millions, uh, Vampires uh-huh. starring James Woods, uh, the show The Wire, and the movie Dick Tracy. Oh, nice one. And I... Hey. I, sorry? What is... Um, I didn't ever think about people being legitimate Dan's with Daniels as a last name. Because they they'd be a whole family of Dan's. They'd all have to be awesome. They could be the Dan's. Chances family. are there's there's a there's a bad seed there. Nah, no such thing. Do, do, do you reckon they just extradite them, make them change their name? Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. Yeah, just bin them. Just bin them. <laughs> just roof them. <laughs> okay, year seven to ten o. Just roof it. Uh, what a saying. It's so specific to a <laughs> small part of the time. My God, just roof it. <laughs> Oi, Brad's balls over here. I'll just roof it, mate. <laughs> roof it. You got to do it. Uh, and finally, um, Jim O'Daniel, also a wardrober. Uh, ah, eight that's kind of like... Like Jimmy's name. Yeah, it is. It is like his. It is like when his. he comes to our side, that's what his name will be. Yeah, we team up. Mm. He worked on Eight is Enough, which I don't know why I made note of that because I don't think I've seen it. Uh, and Murder, <laughs> She Wrote. Oh, wow. Nice one. Yeah. Um, all right. So I want to just drill down into something with you before yeah. we move on. Sorry, no, when yep. I say before we move on, I mean moving on and on to something yeah. I want to talk about. <laughs> um, can you just, like, get in a zone? Can you just, like, sit still? Like, just, like, look at me? Yeah. All right, and I'm going to look I'm away. In, I'm, in a, I'm in a meditative state. Yeah, you are. All right, I'm going to need you to focus on something for me. You need to think right. about the movie as a whole, the entire okay. movie. Now, tell me, imagine that Kate is young Scully and he is old Manny from Modern Family 
<laughs> okay. How did they get to the point in this movie that we know them? <laughs> what? <laughs> no, so she's Scully before she joins the X-Files, before she's yeah. a doctor okay. for a bit. So she's possibly paying her way through medical school as a lawyer, is what I'm picturing. Right. But you could come up with yeah. anything. And he no, is old fine. Manny, so we're up to, he's like, what, 18 in Modern Family now? So yeah. he's got to be like 10 years. What's happened since Modern Family, wherever you're up to? <laughs> and this point where he's Larry Oliquid. Why did he change his name for starters? Manny's a fine name. <laughs> Does he still see his mum? Okay, Dad, so... Is Jay still alive? I don't know. That, Tell me. That's their background, and then now it's the current time where we're at the end of the movie. Well, it's crossing timelines because she's a young Scully. Yeah, I know. I get the crossing timelines part. No. Which part do you want me to explain? How, how they got together? No, no, how they got to the start of the movie. Oh, how they got to the start of the movie. Yeah, so from the point... I'm going to say the point that the helicopter lands and Kate gets out. Yeah. Yeah. Explain it to me somehow. Connecting it to her being young Scully and him being old Manny. Holy shit. Um, all right. So... <laughs> Scully... Mm-hmm. is, um, as we know, working for the FBI, aliens. Oh, no, this is before. She's young Scully. <coughs> okay. So this is... Young... Yeah, yep. this is before episode one of The X-Files. This is... All right. So young, young Scully wants to prove herself. She wants to work in the um, alien department mm-hmm. at, the, um, at the FBI. So she's working her way, way up. And she... So is this while, while gets, she's at medical she gets, school? Yeah, 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 yeah. But she's, so, trying, to prove, she's trying to prove herself. Mm-hmm. Um, so she's trying to get the interest of the, um, of the head of police to get her on board. Mm-hmm. And because she's a lady, she's finding it very hard, right? Well, yeah, it was the 90s. So she finds uh she tracks down an alien and realizes that they have a time travel device mm-hmm. she travels forward in time mm-hmm. to manny mm-hmm. okay to okay. manny when he was when he was young and realizes that he was an alien and that she has to wait 55 years for him to come into her timeline so then she can she can take him out so what she's actually done has waited 55 years for this perfect moment in time mm-hmm. so that she can seduce him and he thinks he's just buying out her father's company but no she's there to wipe him out <laughs> so she sedu- she seduces him lets him win the company and finally marries him and slits his throat in Jesus I got dark in his sleep that's right in his sleep then to find out after that she'd fallen in love with him it all all in the end she realises that she's actually in love with him and she she shouldn't have killed him Mm -hmm. um he's not an alien oh wow (laughs) man that sucks what do you reckon? All right, yeah, no, poor Scully. 
Paul's got, yeah, she's and had a lot of stuff that happened to her in the X Files, all the abductions and William and stuff. Yeah, this is fifty-five years later. Think of she, all the crap that's gone on. She had a tough life. Mm. Poor Scully. I really like Scully. She's, she's had it tough. Yeah. And, she had and then after after all after all that, she came back and made her third season X Files. Third. I mean. <laughs> A new season of X Files. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, um, thanks for running me through that. I was really weird, confused by the timelines, but that totally makes sense now. <laughs> um, I, was, I was thrown off by the timelines. That was the thing that I had to get my head around. Yeah, no, that's fine. You did. You did. <laughs> thanks. Um, can I just say something quickly? Oh, if you could, yeah. Dan need a veto. Dan. Sorry, I didn't catch that. Eat a veto. Dan. Um, Dana Vito and Michael Douglas used to smoke weed together. Oh, definitely true. Definitely true. Um, and second of all, Dave well, DeVito well, well, is well, currently a smoker. See, I would have said false because he never smokes as Frank. Or does he? No, he smokes cigars as Frank. Yeah, true. Um, Good I'm observation. Gonna, I'm going to say cigars but not Siggies and not cigars all the time. Yeah, okay, that's fair. I like that. Um, well, yeah, apparently he, he is, but it, it wasn't specific. I want to I wanna get into that further. I want to know if it's a cigarettes or a cigar. Yeah. Type of guy. Yeah, I reckon cigar. He seems like this kind of cigar. Explain the voice. Yeah. Beautiful <laughs> voice. <laughs> voice over voice. Yeah. Um, um, all right. Well, I got a bit of a bit of a long one for you. Yeah. All right. All right so I'm just gonna. <laughs> gotta be as is it gonna be as complicated as the uh, <laughs> cross time alien abduction? <laughs> Maybe. All right. All right. Okay. But it's like I just know that sometimes I get a bit too involved and you pick it too easy and then I like read that and because I say words I don't usually say so I put a lot of work yeah, into right. this so just let me okay. talk. Could you let me talk? Okay. Let me cool. talk. All right. So this movie, Other People's Money, is actually what happens when Catherine Martell in Twin Peaks fakes her death. So this is the yep. entire timeline that she's gone between season one and two of Twin Peaks, or maybe she's season two and two. But anyway, she's gone for like six or seven episodes. Piper Laurie, the lady that plays Catherine in this movie, yep. is is Catherine. Oh no, she plays Bea Sullivan. She's Catherine Martell. Yeah. Um, and this, this is what we're going with this. All right. So first of all, um, Twin Peaks is in upstate Washington, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh no, it's upstate New York, sorry. And Washington yep. 
is as far away as we can get from there. Like they're opposite ends of the country. <laughs> this is wrong. Geo- I'm shit at geography. <laughs> um, so okay. yeah. So she's All faked right. to there when she's faked to death when in the mill fire. I mean, it's not the mill yep. fire. Anyway, she's faked to death. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Jorgensen is um, Packard. Yep. You know Josie's husband. That yep. 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 By the way, if you haven't watched Twin Peaks and you don't want it ruined for you, probably stop this movie. So, <laughs> um, so, yeah, he's Packard, whatever his first name is, which I think isn't Andrew. Maybe it is. Oh, no. I don't remember. Anyway, um, so he's Packard. Kate, the daughter, um, yeah. that's just Catherine. But she's okay. she's gone with his Kate daughter. So that if she actually accidentally answers to Catherine, she's like, oh, sorry, that's my daughter's name. So I just got real confused. Shitty excuse. Shitty excuse, I know. But it'll work for her. Uh, did you notice in this movie there was a constant reference to Harriet S. Truman? No. There was. There was a couple of times Jorgensen referenced Harry S. Truman because of their strong like of Harry Truman, the sheriff of Twin Peaks. Oh, really? And yeah, they like him, but they're brewing over the fact that they know he's having an affair with Josie. <laughs> right. Um, so they're focusing on that because Josie is Andrew Packard's ex-wife because they're still married because he's not dead, but he, he faked his death on the boat. So yeah. they're focusing on that um, to get back at him. So they're, they're really drilling down into Harry S. Truman. Um <laughs> In season two, I'm still going here. I've got a lot for you. <laughs> in season two... I forgot on the first bit. Yeah. Well, in season two. Come on. Just stay with yeah. me here. No, There's no, no. I'll with you. I'll with you. Second bit. Yeah. Catherine Martell. Yeah. Uh, Andrew and Catherine come back from the dead in Twin Peaks. In season two, 1991, which is when this movie conveniently screened. This movie ended. Oy. They turned back up. Um... Mr. Tojimura? Tojimura? Yep. That, remember when she comes back from the dead, she actually comes back as the Japanese investor, Mr. Tojimura? Yeah, I do. Yeah. That's just um, what was happening there was Catherine was in disguise. She was Mrs. Doubtfiring, the Japanese investors. So you know how it's Japanese investors that want the company to make the airbags? She yep, was just yep. Mrs. Doubtfire, and she got caught out. She uh, just ran with it. I uh, like, love it. Yeah. So Kate actually, you know, Kate calls up um, Garfield, like, hey, I sold the airbag, so I saved the company. You know, let's get married. Nothing to do with it. It was all Catherine Martell's work saving the company. Uh, she is the background. That's, that's great. Love it. And you notice in the scene before they go out to the investors' meeting, Catherine and Andrew, like, awkwardly kiss on the mouth. Uh, I yeah. love you. Like, real weird about it. Yeah. It's because just in case, like, they practice that once a month just in case they, like, get challenged on their being married, not being brother and sister. Mm. They just, like, have to, like, have a real gross kiss and they really hate it, but they do it every month just in case. <laughs> um, oh, you left out of your plot, which I just realized, um, that... Do that DeVito has a computer system called Carmen. It's his ana- analysis oh, yeah, machine. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Um, and an anagram of Eckhart, Josie's mysterious, like, Singaporean controller, is yep. Dark Tech Carmen. Ooh. Yeah. 
Wow, you've done well there. So, so were you watching Twin Peaks at the same time? Nah. Ah, oh, all right. Good job. So, um, truth or dare? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Didn't get well, ju- judging on the premise, I'm going to say false. <laughs> <laughs> yep, truth or Dan? Oh, it's, it's, it's Dan, I'm sorry. <laughs> What's your truth or Dan? Was that it? That was it, yeah. Was, oh, right. <laughs> I didn't realize there was one giant question. Yeah. I thought you were setting the premise for a question. No, no, that's truth or Dan. <laughs> Good one. Yeah, thanks. Um, also, uh, t- two anagrams I found while I was doing that. Uh, yeah. Anagram of Bea Sullivan being the, the Catherine Martell character is yep. uh, Lab Anus Live. <laughs> and an anagram of Twin Peaks is Twin Speak. Ah, very well done. Thank you. Far out. Mm. You really put some time in this week. My God, I had a lot of time. <laughs> what happens when you don't have a job? <laughs> Must be great. Yeah. Um, give me that, give me that Raiden. The Raiden's game. I'm Raiden on you. Man, it's good to hear that song again. <laughs> you want to go first? I feel like I always do sex and nudity, but... It's the longest. No, I can do sex and nudity if you want. All right, you do sex and nudity. I, I want to listen. Oh, I might just read it. All right. Instead if of literally just... doing sex and nudity. I mean, under all those oh, problems, you are kind of doing nudity. <laughs> You're right. We all are. Mm. Think about it. Yeah. A woman wears fitted suits with short skirts throughout the film. One scene... She wears a fitted lace cocktail dress that is low cut and off the shoulder. A man feeds her something with his fingers and tells her she has an exquisite neck. A woman tells a man to put his hand between his legs and talk to his little guy and behave himself. So let's talk about it. Except I use the term old mate. Yeah, well. Um, (laughs) A man often ogles a beautiful woman says he wants to talk about sex, the two of them sweating it between the satin sheets. He propositions her to make passionate love all night and the first one to come loses a deal. Easy come, easy go. She wonders what if they come together. He mentions her virginity. (laughs) (laughs) A woman tells a man he has balls. He says he's been trying to show her. A man and a woman kiss. A man tells a story about a woman who wanted to take her, his pants off or her pants off in the back seat. A man refers to a computer with a female name suggesting what if she has PMS, meaning she's nuts. Foreplay is mentioned in reference to finances. When is foreplay not mentioned in reference to finances? <laughs> uh, violence and gore. Violence and gore. Uh, many references to death, including suicide and euthanasia. All are in reference to business and the status of a company. Oh, man, I'm jealous you get to do... Pro- this is why I always want to do sex and nudity, because it means I get to do profanity. Uh, do it. Do it. Um, 
Can I do it in DeVito's voice? Please, for the love of God, yes. <laughs> Poo, hell, scratch my balls. Goddamn, at least twice. Shithole, <laughs> asshole, twice. Fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> uh, make up your fucking mind. Shits, are you shitting me? <laughs> that was good. I want to point out, I just, can you repeat the shits? Because it's actually shit ass. Oh, shit ass. Oh, that's a good one. Shit ass. Hey, you're a shit ass. That's a great one. I like it. Say it in the voice. <laughs> you're a shit ass. <laughs> <laughs> good. <laughs> Alcohol, drugs, smoking, characters drink, champagne, drink, socially smoke, casually while working or socializing, cigarettes smoked by men and women. That's. <laughs> One man smokes a pipe. A woman refers to pills and whiskey. <laughs> Ooh, oh, Perfect. Can I go back to sex and nudity for a second? Yeah, I was going through the. Um, Seeing as we've been time traveling this whole time without getting the app, the time travel app. Ah, uh, yeah, do, yeah. Do it. Just All do right. it. You reckon this is the um, the Danny Devotee eye machine? <laughs> um, so we've just, been in a time machine this whole time. Bloody hell! You're a yeah. little poet, aren't you? Um, <laughs> so, in. Just going through the message boards because I really like message boards. It's my new favorite thing from forever yep. ago. Um, <laughs> one of the subjects, in like the 10 pages of discussions, is re Penelope Ann Miller hot? Question uh, mark. Penelope Ann Miller is young Scully, the, the redhead lady. Um, yeah, that plays this too. Um, and whatever all the discussion was, it was probably yes, no, I don't find a hot, I do was this gem, this gem, uh, from August 20, 2010. She was incredibly hot in this, not just her looks, but the way she dressed, the way she carried herself. She was like a hotter version of Gillian Anderson. I love redheads, and I have a foot and leg fetish, and she definitely (laughs) exploited this. She exploited that in this film, so that all made her even hotter to me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Who would ever think to just... Oh, yeah, that this is a really thought-provoking idea I've got. I'm going to put it on the internet for yeah. people to read. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But look what we're doing. <laughs> I guess so, but I, I, I just want to... Oh, I just feel like I'm not this bad. But I want to focus <laughs> on the bit where I love redheads and I have a foot and leg fetish, and she definitely exploited that in this film. Yeah. She just said, you, mate. Yeah, so that's what that that's what that sounds like, right? She just That's like, exactly yeah. You know what? Friday, August twenty, two thousand and ten, man. I don't wear these shoes for you. <laughs> you know what you're he, He's like, obviously an egomaniac. Yeah, okay. Alright, cool. Problem solved. <laughs> Do, I, he I'm sure he's one of those people who assumes that she will personally read that and respond to his glorious message. Well, I didn't check if she did or didn't. I've just assumed that she has them. <laughs> uh, um, you got anything else for me? No, nah, I should probably go to bed, though. Oh, yeah, it's like late there, eh? Bloody midnight here. Um, all right, I'm going to leave you on, on a final note. Yep. Which is another message board. Um, this was, I watched the trailer for this movie. Here's like a little refresher. 
because I couldn't couldn't quite remember all the bits. Oh no, I was actually trying to look up the toothbrush dance that I'd made reference to, but I couldn't. I don't think it was in the ah trailer. bummer. But anyway, um, in the comment section of the trailer to this movie of whichever trailer I watched, uh, a guy called William Clark wrote. Where I went to school, there was a man like Danny DeVito who was a math and history teacher. They called him the Toad. Toad is capitalized. I don't think DeVito would like being called Toad. He was also a rowing and basketball coach. Picture DeVito being a basketball coach. When he got pissed, one of his favorite lines was, I'll I'll kick your ass in your ears. I think DeVito (laughs) would like this. He would. I reckon he's used that before. Yeah. I think they can, they can go on by. You shit ass. That's what yeah. he would be. You shit ass. I'll really. kick your ass in your ears. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I've oh, been man. Dan. I've also been Dan. And we just danned. We danned. <laughs>